Hi everyone, uh, this is Sarah. Real quick, I just wanted to uh, put a trigger warning on this episode. We've never really done one of these before, but it felt um, kind of necessary. Maybe it's not, but we just want to be safe. Um, we talked about um, something that might be a little jarring in this episode. Um, towards the beginning when we're talking about the actors in the movie, um, we do bring up sexual assaults. Uh, because one of the actors we learned is not a good person. Um, so, fair warning, um, if that's triggering for anybody listening, um, or any of our audience members, um, just fair warning to everyone. We want everyone to be comfortable. Um, okay, despite that, please enjoy the episode. Here we go. everybody hello 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 it's us the immortal beings known as one i've been oozed <laughs> no wrong episode no the immortal beings known as juan and sarah we've we've drank from the the, the tree sp- the spring water in the the spring it, water it, from it, a tree in the tree stump in the woods uh no just kidding now but we're eternal now we're immortal and we will live forever. Okay. Live fast, die young, bad girls do it well. Okay, did you know what? That, did you know that there's a difference between immortal, eternal, and... And... Um, e- and invincible? Infinity. No. And immunity. Imposter. And imprisonment. And impeachment. So we're Juan and Sarah, and we talk about uh, Disney Channel original movies and other uh, movies of the 90s and 2000s. And that, we're a thesaurus. And yeah, and Juan names words that start with I. But um, we're going to talk about a movie today that uh, neither of us grew up watching. I've never seen this fucking <laughs> yeah. movie. I didn't know um, it existed. But it came out when we were youngins in the 2000s, and... A couple people tweeted us saying that this was their favorite. And by a couple, I mean Emily, who said, I think she saw it in theaters like multiple times. Oh, she pulled a you. <laughs> she pulled a me with National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets. Why did you say Burke Smart? Burke Smart? Why didn't you say Burke Smart? Um, so we're going to talk about the movie Tuck Everlasting in a Hot Minute. What if we have said Parasite? <laughs> yeah, first let's catch up. Um, Do you watch that? <laughs> Do you watch the Oscars? No, and I was just realizing I was like, oh, "What a it's what so, a year has it been?" For no, you? I was like, "It's so nice to like not watch the Oscars. It's so like stress free. Not that I have any you bet on like, it stake in the yeah." But I was like, "This is so nice to not have to just like watch that show for hours and hours." I watched Chuck Everlasting instead of watching the Oscars for hours and hours. Um, for hours and hours. Um. But I realized last year I also didn't watch the Oscars. You know why? You had the flu. No, because we recorded an episode during the Oscars last year. Isn't that funny? Isn't that a hoot and a half? What episode? We recorded Let It Shine with Adam. 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 Here? 
Where? No, we were at your house. We recorded the Let It Shine episode. Because I remember I opened my phone and I saw on Twitter that Green Book had won Best Picture. And I live reacted. And you said, what the fuck? Yeah. And we were both scared. And I remember, yeah. I just remember that today. I was like, oh, yeah. I oh, didn't yeah, even watch we, it last oh, yeah, year. This weird movie won. Oh, yeah. This racist ass movie won. I did see Green Book, though. Did you really? Yeah. Why? Because I for, I didn't know what it was about, and I saw that it, it was- You thought a, it was Green Room. I thought it was an, a scary movie. Yeah, you thought it was Green Room. Oh, I did see Green Room. <laughs> That's what I'm- I didn't see Green Book. I saw Green Room. <laughs> I mean, Green Book is scary because it's it's about a white guy being the lead, and then Mahershala Ali's character is like supporting actor. Support. It's a white savior movie. Anyways, no, I did not watch the Oscars, but, you know, congrats to Parasite. I haven't seen Parasite, but, like, I'm all for Parasite winning. Um, mm-hmm. Anything except for Joker. Oh, my God. I'm so happy. Did you see that video? Of the guy? Of the guy freaking out. He's like, it could have been fucking little women, motherfucking little He's like, women. I don't care who it could have been. Anyways. Let me tell you why Joker could have won. I wanted it to win, but it could have been anything. It could have been little women. Name one character in Little Women, sir. The woman. <laughs> the little, the little woman. <laughs> oh, did you also watch the book? Did you see the buzz? It's like, one of these has to go. And it's oh, yeah. the girls from Little Women, and the caption was like, did you see the movie? Yeah. <laughs> and I said, oh, I remember now, and I cried. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Anyways, um, I will say we got a, uh, by the way, this, here's a little plug. Um, Oscars are over. Whatever. Wicks Air that's, Fresheners that's, are sponsors. <laughs> no, Oscars over. Old news. What's in right now is the Planet Weird Awards. Go vote. Blow this up bigger than the Oscars. Like, make this seem like there's a secret award show that no one ever knew about. And it was this Let's fun. get a billboard on Sunset Boulevard. How They're much like, do you think that would cost? How much do you think celebrities would be like, I want in on the after party? If we if we created... Isn't that on some show where they, Isn't that a movie where they, like, scam? Yeah. It's Ocean's 8. No, where they create, like, some fake thing. And they try that, to like scam. all of a sudden like celebrities are like super in like they like want it to be a part of it. I are we fever dreaming? Or maybe together? I'm just thinking of that episode of Sweet Life of Zack and Cody where he opens up the not opens up, but he has a party in his closet. No, we're in the collective <laughs> <laughs> We're in the collective unconscious right now and we're both thinking the What are we thinking of? I don't y'all? know. Tell us. What what audience, the, tell us. Viewers. Viewer discretion. Viewers is like you. Oh. Um, Plant Weird Awards, though, you can still go vote. The link is in our Instagram bio. It'll be in the description of this episode. And it'll also be in the, it's in our pinned tweet. So go vote. Thank you very much. Anyways, okay, so the Planet Weird Awards, Juan and I just discussed before he started eating rock candy. Planet Weird Awards will be live. On February 23rd. Woo-hoo! That's a Sunday because most awards happen on a Sunday. And by most, I mean the Oscars, I guess. Um, so, yeah, vote. This this will be the, um, not the final week, but the second to final week. So get your votes in, everyone. Um, anyways, what I did want to say. Mm-hmm. Why are you screen recording? Because I'm going to insert something right now. 
Oh, um, what I did want to say was we got some hate mail. By who? <gasps> Physical hate mail. Physical hate mail. I opened the envelope already just to get things going, but this is a card from Natalie. I didn't read it yet. It's a Descendants card. It features on the front, it features Mal, aka Dub Cameron. It's definitely the season, season, the first movie look. Um, it's got the dark purple hair, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, so the f- the front of the card says you are who Never you- Never gonna get. No. The front says you are who you choose to be, dot, dot, dot. And then in the inside it says, and it looks like you chose a super cool, and then she crossed out girl and wrote podcast. <laughs> and then she said, hope you're, and she crossed out birthday and said, Valentine's Day is every bit as awesome as you. And then this is what Natalie wrote. You ugly bitches. <laughs> uh, okay. Happy Valentine's Day to podcast from Planet Weird. Hope it's better than Mal's top lip to bottom <laughs> lip ratio in this photo shoot. <laughs> it, you know what? That's a good point. It's like a thing of like... It looks like not bad in this one. But... She's but like, in this photo in particular, it looks that's like Photoshop. Looks like a, a John Waters mustache. This <laughs> very slightly above her lip. A Salvador Dali. I was gonna say it looks like a slice of like an orange for her bottom lip, and then the top one can be <laughs> one of those like a ¿Cómo se llama? Edamame. The peas. Yeah, yeah. Like a little thing of edamame for her top lip, and a whole ass orange slice for the bottom. Um, can't wait to hear the results of the Planet Weird Awards. Your friend and listener, Natalie Hernandez, and then at the bottom she wrote, "Also, what the fuck is this unreadable font in this card? Do better, <laughs> Disney." That's true. I did struggle to read this font. This word. This looks like a whole ass word. Yeah, it's. They're from Chinabapuri. I think it's just cursed. I think it's just the it's gold on purple as well. <laughs> it makes it very hard. That's bad for the eyes. It makes it so hard to read. That's like reading green and and red together. It's like ooh, her but, whole ass outfit. Anyways, thank you, Natalie. We will treasure this. <laughs> I threw it on the ground, but no, thank you. Um. All right, Juan, are you ready? Uh, to learn how to eat rock candy? I don't know what I'm doing. Are you ready to talk about Tuck Everlasting? It's just too much. <laughs> how do you eat this? Not meth. I think people know it's rock candy, not meth. But what do I know? All right, Tuck Everlasting is a 2002 American romantic fantasy drama film. Excuse me? Wait, did I even say those words right? (laughs) I think I was, like, getting ahead of myself and I said, like, not right words. Oh, I just got a headache from laughing. (laughs) It hurt. Okay, let me read it again. Tuck Everlasting is a 2002 American romantic fantasy drama film. Got it. Directed by Jay Russell. Let's start right there. So, Jay Russell... Um, has worked on many things, most notably My Dog Skip, starring Frankie Muniz. Oh my god, the, the, no, Francisco, what is his real name? What does he want to be called now? It's Francisco. Mm. 
Uh, I guess he also worked on the movie Ladder 49, which I think was about 9-11, wasn't it? Oh, yes. Or no, this was about just firefighters. That didn't have to do with 9-11. Uh, the movie stars Alexis Bledel, Ben Kingsley, Sissy Spacek, Amy Irving, Victor Garber, Jonathan Jackson, Scott Barstow, and William Hurt. Okay, so let's break that down. Alexis Bledel, you know her from, not Gossip Girl, what's it called? Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. You know her from Sister of the Traveling, Sisterhood of the Traveling Sister Pants. Sister of Traveling Pants. Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. You know her from The Handmaid's Tale, maybe? I don't. I haven't Wait, seen it yet. Wait, is she? She's one of my favorite characters in the fucking... Um, you got Ben Kingsley, who has always scared the shit out of me. Ben Kingsley's a scary man. He he, he played a vampire at one point, right? He's scary. Um, I don't know. He's real scary in this one because of the hair. Yeah, His long ass good. beard, frilly hair. Ben Kingsley. Sir Ben Kingsley. Oh, sorry. You might know, uh, first of all, for playing the Beatles. The, what he won an Oscar for, which was when he played Gandhi, which, Yikes. Not, yeah, not great. Um, but you might know him from uh, the hit film Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time. No. It wasn't a hit film. Hugo. <gasps> he's the man in Hugo. He's the man. Uh, I guess he was in the Jungle Book. The newest one, but like we didn't see him, you know, because he was an animal. Um, he's also in little movies like Schindler's List and Shutter Island. Like, who cares? Um, but yeah, he's always scared me. His face creeps me out in the nicest way possible. He just has like the face of a villain. Yeah, you know what I mean. Very pointed. A villain face. Uh, Sissy Spacek. Who is she? Um, so she is famously known for playing Carrie in the movie Carrie, <sighs> the original. We love um, she was also in, um, The Help. You might have seen Was she like the, the really nice old lady? Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, God. I haven't seen The Help in a long time. I think I've Speaking watched- of white savior movies. Okay, but The Help still slaps. I haven't seen The Help in a long time since it came out. The help still slaps. Go tweet that. <laughs> the help still slaps. Um, Can I start it? But okay, but okay, but the help still slaps. Uh, Amy Irving plays Alexis Bledel's mom. I don't know her. She looks like any other white man in, or white woman in a, <laughs> in a period piece. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Victor Garber, who we know from Titanic, whatever. We also know him as. The father in Cinderella 1997 starring Brandy. The Faja. The father, a.k.a. Whoopi Goldberg's husband. A.k.a. father to a Filipino man. That's his father-in-law, yes. What year did the help come out? Um, I don't know. 2000-something. Oh, look. I can tell you. It came out in 2011. Uh, Jonathan Jackson plays the main boy who I assumed was going to be named Tuck in this movie. I know. What the hell? And his name is Jesse, last name Tuck. But that actor, we've talked about him before because he was the lead actor in a little movie we talked about not too long ago called Camp Nowhere. He was the main little boy in Camp Nowhere. He played Mud. Mud? Remember? 
Uh-huh. In Camp Nowhere. Yeah, that was him. And he also, like I said in that episode, he was in um, the band. the Boy Meets World episode where Topanga goes on a date with another boy and they kiss. And she's like, I felt nothing. And she's so relieved. And she's like, oh. Because she's I, like, I like Corey. Yeah, she's like, oh, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this kid. Um Scott Bearstow, I don't. Oh, it says this says he was on Party of Five, my f- my favorite shows. Oh, yes. Oh, okay. So this is the guy. This is all coming back to me. So this is the actor that plays Miles, the other brother mm-hmm. in this movie, and it's the hot he one. he plays Ned Grayson on Party of Five. I totally remember Party his character in Party of Five. Ow. If I remember correctly, he was not a good person. I think he attacked or assaulted Julia, oh. aka Nev Campbell. I think he like had like a alcohol problem in the show. Like his character. Oh, okay, I was like, ooh. Um, I think that's what it was. But he was also in Ivy's favorite flick, Wild <gasps> America, starring Why? Devin Sawa and JTT. Why? He was in that. He probably used to be like a heartthrob, you know? Oh, he's still a heartthrob. Used to be? I don't know who you Well, think you I are. haven't se- I don't see any work he's done since 2006, so. <gasps> ooh. Goodbye. Uh oh. Oh no, he's dead. Uh oh, he's not a good person. <gasps> oh. Uh oh. Please allow me. Remember when we talked about the sexual assault? This says in May 2003, so that's a year after this movie came out, um, he was charged in Washington with second degree child rape for allegedly <gasps> sexually assaulting. We'll put a trigger warning on this episode. <laughs> uh, sexually assaulting a 12 year old girl who was related to. Barristow's former wife and later asking her to keep quiet about it. In December 2003, he pleaded guilty to a lesser charge, second degree assault. He entered a Alford plea under which he maintained his innocence but conceded that he would likely be convicted by a jury if the case went to trial. He was sentenced to four months in jail, one year's community supervision, and was required to undergo a sexual deviancy evaluation. He was also ordered to have no contact with the girl for 10 years and pay and to pay for any counseling she requires. So fuck this guy. Big yikes. Never mind. Yikes. Avoid, avoid, avoid. Oh, wow. What a turn this what took. What a turn. I wish I had read this Wikipedia page sooner. Um, and then William Hurt plays the dad. We know William Hurt um, because we just watched, not just watched, but. A while back, we watched the Miracle Season, and he plays the dad in that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, he's been in <gasps> Wait, that's him. several other he things. He sounded so familiar. I love that man. Mm-hmm. Um, Gotta love this man. So this movie, I don't know if you know this, but it's based on a book. Yeah, I mean, I, the, the the review said everything. <laughs> okay. It's based on a uh, 1975 book, uh, children's novel, by Natalie Babbitt. Uh, it's this says the book explores the concept of immortality, which might not be as desirable as it may appear to be. It has sold over five million copies and has been called a classic of modern children's literature. The book is also sold with the reading connections included. What is that? What's a reading connection? Is that like spark notes, like little notes about it? Interesting. That's probably what that is. This it says it's been adapted into two feature films. <gasps> 
One released in 1981 and one in 2002. Which one's better? It's also been adapted into a... St- oh my god. This into is... Did part of the... <sighs> if you get candy on my bed, I'll scream. It says it's also been adapted into a stage musical with music by Chris Miller, lyrics by Nathan Tyson, and book by Claudia Shear and Tim Federley. Tim Federley is the showrunner on High School Musical the Musical the Series. Isn't that wild? Except what a connection. High School Musical the Musical the Series? Excuse me? How come it couldn't just be called High School Musical the Musical? Listen. Why couldn't it just have been called The Musical? You know, what's funny is the next season that they're doing, it's they're Because, like, obviously they did High School Musical, like, as a production. Yeah. It's like, what are they going to do next? They're doing Beauty and the Beast. So should we just call it Beauty and the Beast, the musical, the series? No. It should just been called the musicals. No, it's they clearly just wanted that. They wanted High School Musical fans to go watch this show. Who's going to go watch a show that's just called the musicals? Me? Kids, kids do musicals. Kids be in a musical theater. So this truly isn't even a like High School Musical. It's like, here's a show about theater kids. So theater kids can feel Yeah, included. it is theater kids, but it does tie in High School Musical pretty well. I do like the show. I would never speak ill of it. It's a good show. Even though there's a homophobe on it? Even though there's, yes, a seemingly, yes, very Republican guy. But he played, like, his character is, like, not a good person. Like, he's very clearly, like, Oh, so a he also plays a shitty character. Yeah, he's just a very, like, selfish, douchebaggy character. I'm rounding out these But it shards. also, it does have gay moms. Um, One of them is played by... uh. The woman... Jane Lynch. Who, uh... Nicole Sullivan from, uh... Like, she voices Shigo. Her. Ew, one. Um, and then... It it, has gaps! And then it has a couple... Queer boys. Boys. And it's nice because they just, like, exist. And it's not like a a coming out story. Because we do have a lot of those already. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh. They're just like... One of them, um, plays Sharpay. Sharpay is played by a, a male in the story, in the musical that they do. Theater really should be very, like, ambiguous. Yeah. Like. Androgynous. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gender fluid. Mysterious. Yeah. Mystique. The mystique of the theater. Anyways, okay, so there was a movie in 1981 of Tuck Everlasting. <gasps> Keep going, sorry. And there's not much info about it. Like. None of the names, like, pop out at me, so it doesn't mean anything. And then Disney said, we're going to buy the rights and make it. Um, so the movie was released on October 11th, 2002. The budget was $15 million. Juan, would you like to guess what the box office was? What do I get as a reward? Another rock candy. Yeah! Um... Can you hear them popping in my mouth? It's not Pop Rocks. I wish it was. That'd be cool. Um, 15000 you said? No. <laughs> $15 million. Mm. $15? <laughs> this made $15? Um, I want to say $25 mil. Okay, so you think it like made a good chunk of change. Oh, shit. Um, no, it did. It made money. Mm. So the box office was $19.3 million. Ooh, yikes. 
so not a ton of revenue. Um, this says the movie received mixed to positive reviews. So that's that. Um, I mean, it wasn't bad. It was filmed in... It says... Yeah, it was filmed in um, Maryland, like Baltimore, mm-hmm. Bel Air, Maryland, and in Berlin, Maryland. I was like, <laughs> Berlin, Berlin? Like the wall? Oh, this downtown Maryland. Isn't this the street that's in the movie? This looks like the exact street that's it's in the It's that movie. corner, yeah. Oh, well, have fun. All you Tuck Everlasting fans, go to downtown Berlin. Not in Europe. <laughs> they go there. And they're like, <laughs> this, this is street? expensive. Um, so, yeah, this came out in 2002. Uh, I'll go to the trivia. But you and I had never uh, seen this. I didn't even know this was a movie. This. I remember, like, commercials being on Disney Channel for it and me being like, that looks boring. A period piece? Yeah, a period piece on on my good Disney Channel. A colonial period piece. It wasn't colonial, but it might as well have been. Um, okay, trivia. The first scene shot was the kissing scene by the fire between Jesse and Winnie. Ew. Ew, why that one? Jackson, who had been cast at the last minute, that's Jonathan Jackson, had not met Alexis Bledel before shooting the scene. First day on set. All right, kiss. That actually happens a lot in the biz. Oh, yes. I would know I'm in the biz. I'm not. This is the movie debut. Oh. (laughs) (gasps) (coughs) Anyways, this is the uh, movie debut of Alexis Bledel. So this means it was pre-Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants. This rocket launcher. Oh my god, I saw this movie starring her called Postgrad in theaters. And it's not a very good movie, but I just want everyone to know that my mom and I saw it in theaters. It does have, like, Michael Keaton as the dad. Carol Burnett is in it. It, like, the cast, it's like, why are you in this piece of shit? Why were you all here? (laughs) Why did y'all agree to this? But it was a weird movie. Also, the guy from Friday Night Lights is in it, Zach Gelford. Anyways. (sighs) Um, You act like I know half of these names. I know, sorry. Uh, In the book, Jesse Tuck asks... Sorry. 10-year-old Winnie to wait until she was 17, then drink the water so they could be together. How gross. Ew, how gross. I'm going to go back and figure out the age. Okay, this says in the book, Winnie was only 10. Uh-huh. But how, so he's 17? Mm-hmm. It's nasty. And this is a book that is a classic children's book. Hey guys, wait till the teenager tells you to grow this up. This is okay. Um, That's the, gross. The working title for the movie was The Everlasting Tux. But the director thought the original title from the book would work better. Okay, but Tuck Everlasting makes it sound like one person is called Tuck. And they're everlasting. We all, we all, and by we all, I mean you and I, yeah. thought his name was about to be Tuck. You and I. The Lady Gaga song. Um, anyways. Oh, this is the white coat with embroidered accent in which Alexis Bledel plays stickball. 
in that downtown scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the same costume worn by Kate Winslet in Titanic. <gasps> I've heard of it. Except the hem is shortened, the color changed, and the closure is made double-breasted. So it's not the same outfit. So there was some changes. Did you know what Florence Pugh wore to the Oscars last night is the same thing I wore. To my quinceanera. To my quinceanera, except um, it was a completely different color, different designer. And it was from Ross. <laughs> Mine was from Ross. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have a quince. I fooled everyone. Um, Jared Padalecki was offered the role Ew. of Jesse Tuck due to his and Alexis Bledel's on-screen chemistry in Gilmore Girls. Padalecki declined because, because he wanted a chance to work with other people. He said, I'm tired of Alexis. Okay. And so then he went to go do Big Bang Theory for 10 years? But... Who do you think Jared Padalecki is? He's the nerd from Big Bang Theory, the curly one. The one from I Know What You Did Last Summer that gets killed be- and they that, think he's the murderer? That's John Golecki. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm wrong. <laughs> Who's Jason Sudeikis? Padalecki. Who's Sudeikis? Jason Sudoku. Who's this man? I'm sorry to this man. Who is this? Jared Padalecki from Supernatural. There's two of them. The longer haired one. Oh, the hot one. Not Sam Winchester. You should have just said Sam Winchester. Which, I don't know which one's Sam and which one's Dean. I just know Dean this- is the cool one that went to the, hell. Okay, the one that was also in A Ring of Endless Light. The one th- from- With the dolphin movie. Say House of Wax. The dolphin Disney Channel movie. Okay. The one from that we did, one, one. Where he is in the boat and he is about to like kill himself. Remember that? When he's what? about to like crash the boat. On purpose? Yeah, remember that? Why? Or he's just like driving really fast and Misha Barton has to like stop him. It's because of him and his dad or something. Interesting. We saw this movie and <laughs> yeah, I don't we, remember. Yeah, we definitely watched it. Anyways, if if Jared Padalecki was in this movie, meaning if it was a Gilmore Girls, uh, you know, couple in this movie, that would have made so much money. Mm-hmm. Oh, All this would have. All those Gilmore Girl teens. Would have gotten so horny. They would have freaked the fuck out and they would have gone, but. They stayed home, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They stayed home. Ew. I'm sucking the sugar. I don't like it. I don't either. Um. Yeah, nothing else is really interesting. Jonathan Jackson is playing a 17-year-old character. He's one year younger than Alexis Bledel, who played a 15-year-old guy. Bledel was 21 at the time, and Jackson was 20. Okay, I was just making sure nothing was too creepy there. I don't like reading things like she was 14 and he was 38. I'm looking at you. Another Cinderella story. I'm looking at you. Florence Pugh and Zach Galifianakis. Zach Brown. Zach Galifianakis is a good guy. Every day I wake up and think. Where is he? Him? Really? (laughs) Why? I was watching. You're not the only person that feels weird about this. No, I know. Everyone on Twitter does. <laughs> everyone, period. Everyone does. Collectively, everyone's like, why? Why? Like, look at Florence Pugh crying. Why would you do this? That's her inside every day she's with that man. I, I don't know. They I, probably are happy. I hope they are. I mean, they're probably happy, but it's just not going to stop me from thinking that that's weird. Yeah. That it's creepy that she's, like, our age. And, like, I grew up watching Scrubs, and I... 
she probably did too. Uh huh. So that's probably why she likes him. She's like, you were really cute on Scrubs. That was years ago. Did you see the picture of her dad? Is he hot? No. I mean, no offense to her dad, but like he looks very similar to Zach Braff. Okay, so... um, Let me search my files. Juan and I were saying we don't... um, have any idea what the fuck this movie was yeah we didn't really know anything about it um i do remember on the sitcom eight simple rules starring big bang theories kaylee cuoco (laughs) um i remember on eight simple rules kaylee cuoco's character um what and her sister i guess because they shared a bedroom but in the bedroom they had like the movie poster for this movie on the back of their door and i was always like why (laughs) Okay. It was probably a marketing thing, Loki, <gasps> because ABC was the network for Eight Simple. ABC was the network for Eight Simple Rules, um, so maybe that had something to do with it. Anyways, um, getting to my notes here. I don't know how I feel about this information. I just had to tell you. Thank you. Um, so the movie starts off. Uh, okay, by the way, it said the narrator. So there's a narrator in this movie. Mm-mm. The narrator. I didn't know this till I just read this. How's the rock candy? Plain, but I like sugar. <laughs> I didn't know this till I just read the Wikipedia. The narrator is Elizabeth Shue. What? Who is? Oh, my God. I hate you sometimes. Elizabeth Shue is the actress from Adventures in Babysitting, the original, not the Sophia Carson one that we all love. Mm-hmm. She was also in not the first Back to the Future, but the second one. She plays the girlfriend in the second one. She replaced the actress and plays the second one. And remember, in the second one, she gets knocked out real quick. She's not there for the whole movie. Yeah, she's knocked out. They said... We're not going to pay her. Mm-hmm. Knocked right out. Mm-hmm. But Elizabeth Shue, that's wild. I love her. Why did I hear her name recently? Because I was probably talking about how much I love her. No. Okay. I don't know. Anyways, um, so the movie starts out with a whistling bird. I said, I want to be a cowboy, baby. And then there's hooves clomping. I was watching this with subtitles. And hooves. It said hooves clomping. <laughs> Me walking to the store. <laughs> clomp, clomp, clomp. Um, and we see a boy on a motorcycle and he like looks at it. He drives up to a house and he looks out at it and I'm like. He's a bad boy. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. And then I realized, I didn't realize till the end of the movie when he drives up on the end that that scene had happened. Oh, I, that it was I, like, like a weird like, flashback. I low-key, did you know that this was going to be a period piece? Did you not see the thumbnail? Okay, but I thought this was a, okay. I was confused when it happened and I saw him on a motorcycle. I'm like, this is a period I piece? I thought this was going to be, he was. The time traveler's wife? I thought it was going to be, she was in like current times. He was all old and in hocus pocus garb. 
you know still in it he was looking his in his thackeray binks cosplay <laughs> and they like fall in love i thought that's what this was gonna be no i thought it was like two different time periods but no it's straight up it said it takes place I, I did the math it takes place in 1914 and that's math and I'm not good at math, but I did the math because at the end of the movie, you see that she was born in 19 or 1899. It says yes, she was born in 1899, and she's 15 in this movie. So 1914. Okay, okay, math. Um. Anyways, so the narrator is talking about time. Elizabeth, I have it verbatim. Okay, go ahead. Elizabeth Shue, in my best Elizabeth Shue impression. <clears throat> for some time, for some time passes slowly. An hour can seem like, like can seem an eternity. For others, there's never enough. Time is like a wheel, turning and turning, never stopping. And the woods are the the center, the, center. Mm-hmm. the hub of the wheel. I said poetry. I'm gonna steal this for a show idea. The hub. The hub. Write that as a love poem. <laughs> Valentine's Day is Friday. Everyone, write that. Write that on your. Write that. Is- <laughs> A challenge. Send it to your crush. Put it in an envelope. Put it underneath their bed. Till they find it Just later. honestly, text it to your crush. Say nothing else. Just that thing. Just that. That's like... Oh, speaking of the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> There's a part of the Big Bang Theory where Sheldon... Um, He's, like, giving a speech to his girlfriend, Amy. I love that this makes me sound like a huge, like, Big Bang Theory fan. Sarah like, loves Big Bang Theory. She has a bunch of, sh- what is that? Shablama? <laughs> Kazama. Bazinga. Bazinga. She has Bazinga merch everywhere. I No joke. I used to have two Big Bang Theory shirts that I wore as pajama shirts. They were all Bazinga. But I used to like the show, and then I just, like, kept going, and then I also grew to realize like that it's very like gross not good in the way it treats its female characters and in the way it tries to like make their the male characters and their creepiness like okay because they're just dorks and whatever anyways um, all the incels are screaming there's a great video about it like a video essay if you look up it's like the adorkable misogyny of the big bang theory if you look that up the Any- adorkable anyways um what I was going to say doesn't even fucking matter. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, so Elizabeth Shue says, not so very long ago. And that's when I knew. Flashback. That we were in a period piece all of a sudden. <laughs> that we were going to do a flash dance. Um, so we see Sissy Spacek. That's Mae Tuck. Uh-huh. She's going to meet her two sons in the town of Tree Gap. And her sons are Miles and Jesse. Mm-hmm. And we get that little story. And then we hear about Winifred Foster. That's Alexis Bledel. Mm-hmm. She's a sheltered little songbird. She's in like a formal life. She looks like she just got cast in Little Women. Mm-hmm. She's the littlest of... No. She is the littlest of the women because she plays piano. <laughs> Um, she's, like, living a very formal life. She, yeah, feels very, like, I want to get out of this town. She feels like a... She's not like other girls. An emo kid. Mm. I want to get out of this town. Um, 
she goes into town with her mom and she's like playing with the boys. I wrote plays ball with the boys. I said the mom's going to have a stroke. She's like, she's, yeah, she's not like the other girls. Um, so the Tuck family, again, it's their last name. Mm-hmm. It's not anyone's first name. Why not? Except Tuck the, sounds like a first name. The dad, they keep calling him Tuck. And, and I, I was like, is that his real name? I thought, is this bitch's name Tuck Tuck? Tuck 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 tuck, tuck, tuck goes the clock. <laughs> Is this bitch's name Tuck Tuck Goose? <laughs> no, but then you pointed it out when we when you got here that his name was Angus. Mm-hmm. When was that mentioned? Literally the exact scene. When what scene? Because they're like, Tuck is gonna get real pressed, and then the, then you see Sissy Spacek being like Angus. I thought that was just something she said. <laughs> but her, I thought it was her like, pet name. I thought it was like Elliot Morgan's like Clydesdale. I thought it was just Angus. Angus. <laughs> just looks just, at you gently. Angus. I thought that was something we'd just say now. <laughs> I thought that was slang. Clydesdale. Um so the Tuck House. We see that Miles, he wants to go join the war because he's, he's- He's like, I, I can't die, and I might as well just go to war against the Huns. What? Is what they say, and I'm like, Mulan? What year is this? It's 1914. Are the Huns invading America? <laughs> and then um, Miles tells the dad, somebody's on to us, there's a man who's been following us. And we see the creepy, creepy man that is Ben Kingsley. Some fucking... Man in the yellow hat looking ass motherfucker. Whose name do we ever get? Man in the yellow hat. Man in the yellow hat. Um, and so the dad's like, no more going into town. We can't risk it. Blah, blah, blah. And then Alexis Bledel is over here catching. You would not believe your eyes. If ten million fireflies lit up the room as I fell asleep. Yeah, she's catching fireflies. And then, oh, wait, his name is literally the man in the yellow suit. <laughs> that's like, that's like later when we get Eminem. What? What's his name? <laughs> when Eminem shows up. <laughs> What's his name, Miles? When we get Miles' backstory about his wife, he's like, my boy, Leopold, my daughter, Rosetta Stone, my wife. That's not what he said. It's not what he says. But he calls his, he's like, and my beloved. And I said, and her name is. Oh, yeah, we do never get her name. Nothing. Yeah, that's right. Um, but it's fine because she sucks. Uh, that's true. Um, so, yeah, no more going into town. Winnie's catching fireflies and she meets the man in the yellow suit. Which, like, how fucking creepy to, like, He's just creepy be, like, and he's, like, hitting on her. He's, like, talking about how beautiful she is. I would have been like, excuse me, I need to go get my dad so he can punch <laughs> you in the face. And she is like, I'm not going to talk to you. You're a stranger. And the mom comes out and says, get the fuck off my porch. She's like. Basically. She, in old English speak, she's like, what thou man doth become of my daughter? Get away from her. You bitch. Yep, just like that. Um, Winnie's parents are going to send her to like a girl's boarding school. How very like. Jumanji. Is this Little Women canon? Is it the school that Joe opens up at the end of Little Women? <gasps> no, hers is like the Joan Arc sister part of the traveling school. You're right, that was the title. Um, 
So she's like, I hate this. Uh, because they, they think she needs to become, like, well-mannered and respectable. A proper lady. Yeah. Basically, schools back then weren't to be like, let's teach you math. It was like, let's teach you how to sit. Yeah. Without crossing it your was, legs. You need to be a lady. Um, so, Winnie goes walking in the woods, and she meets Jesse. Well, she doesn't go walking in the woods. She runs away. Yeah. she Because she wants to leave. Like, the narrator, Elizabeth Shue says... The parents didn't know that she only wanted to go beyond the fence. Can she not so leave her she house? Did. I don't know. It's not like... Is she- this the secret garden? Like the boy who was stuck? He's in a wheelchair. Okay. Okay. Okay, but he was still trapped. I own the secret garden on VHS. Um, I saw a, uh, <laughs> I saw a local production at the Mesa Arts Center once. Um... So she meets Jesse, and he's drinking some water out of uh, a little spring. How by, fucking gross! By a tree. It's nineteen fourteen. Everyone Stop judging. Had, since nineteen fourteen, everyone had a to fucking. Be, what are those things called? What are those? What are those things called? A canteen. What are they called? What do you mean? Hydro flask. Everyone had a hydro flask. Filling it up in the tree. In 1914. So, yeah, he's drinking water from this tree. And then... With a tea on it. With a tea. He's sipping that truth tea, honey. He's sipping the tea. And then he's like, how long were you standing there? And she's like, my daddy owns the woods. (laughs) (laughs) But my daddy owns the tree. Yeah. And then um, he's... Because she's like, I'm going to drink some water from this tree. And then he s- stops her. Why is she all of a sudden such a like, get away from me. I own these woods. I'm going to take a sip of my tree water. It's her privilege. And then. Um, he's like. Because she also says, my father will have you arrested. Because he's like grabbing her. Mm-hmm. And then Miles comes in and grabs her and takes her away. Second page. Look, I drew the tree. <gasps> Tea for Timmy Turner. Um, and then the parents are wondering where Winnie is, and Mama Tuck uh, comforts Winnie as like Miles and Jesse bring her home, and she's like, "Why don't they're there, my little kidnapped daughter? Why don't they talk to her? I will take care of you now." Also, Uh, like, because they can't let her in on the secret. Yeah, okay, but they don't need to drink from the tree to stay immortal. That's plain and simple, seeing as how they never return. You know what I mean? Like, why does he, why was he drinking from the tree? Why in the was first he drinking place? from the tree in the first place? Exactly. Go to any other river. Why didn't they, lake. why didn't they like, why didn't they throw a rock in the tree? Why didn't they plug the hole? I don't know. Well, these are all good questions. Maybe that's answered in the book. Well, that I will never read that because I will it's never about read. a 17 year old boy falling in love with a 10 year old girl. Okay. Um, then at, at like a family dinner, She's eaten with the Tuck family. She's like, my daddy as has a, money. As a prisoner, as mm-hmm. a kidnapped child. What the fuck? Is that like a rotisserie chicken? Yeah, I'm going to just kebab it. Um, she, they're talking about like if they can trust her. Because like clearly there's this big secret. We all know as the audience. that I don't. Oh. I literally was like, oh, you that's a know, weird way to drink. You didn't know that this movie was about them being immortal? Yes, but like I was like, that's a weird reason to drink out of that tree. And then I oh, put I two and two together. Oh, I 100% knew. I, I figured. 
Who else is drinking from a tree? The squirrels? Um, How many animals are living forever in that wood? So Mr. Foster hires an investigator. Some man. Uh, and then ben, ben Kingsley, the man in the yellow suit, is also like, I'm going to help look after her. Well, no, they look suspect look Ben her. Kingsley because the mom is like, that man. This creepy ass man talked to my daughter. And, and then they find him and he's like, I'll help. Not I, but I could help it for a penny a day. Are you okay? No, my stomach hurts real bad. Um, Mama Tuck tells Winnie about her grandkids that died. And then she's like, it's nice having another woman here. She makes it. Winnie is still kidnapped. Because she, she asks, like, do you have any daughters? And she's like, there were two. Too much testosterone. Wait, they said, she said there were two. Did you, do you have any, um, daughters? And then didn't she say, like, yeah, like I had two grandkids or something. Oh, does she say grandkids? I don't know. She basically implies that people have died. Yeah. And if I were a prisoner, I'd be like, oh, you killed them. You're a murderer. Uh, ben Kingsley is looking uh, for a tuck tombstone at a graveyard. And then he is talking to a reverend and saying some creepy shit about He's like, death. How would you like to be immortal? Eternal? Who he he says if you were to die right now, would you ask for more time? Is he dying? I mean, we're all dying. Yeah, we are. Speaking of dying, um, I need to use the restroom. Okay, go ahead. Pause. Okay, I don't even know where the hell we were. Wait, I know. We were. <laughs> oh, at the dinner scene. Yes, at the dinner scene. Um, okay. So, kidnapped girl is having dinner. No, we were not at the dinner scene. We were... Yeah, we were, because the last thing that I said was... No, we talked about how they were dead grandkids. Oh, dead grandkids. No, we talked about the creepy graveyard. Yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, this is where we are. Jesse wakes up. In the middle of the night or like early ass morning and says, hello, my prisoner. He says, hello, baby girl. <laughs> A baby girl. Like you. That's him in the book talking to the 10 year old. He says, do you want to go see the Eiffel Tower? And she says, someday. Yeah. Can Let I, me go to sleep. Can I go home? And he says, no, like, let's go right now. And then he takes her. On a hike. Into the woods. Oh, we didn't even talk about how Jesse fully ran vertically down a rock face to catch up with his brother. Did you see that? Into the woods to grandmother's house. Literally. No. Um, But your grandmother is Sissy's basic. Yeah. No, so he takes her to this, like, rock Eiffel Tower that he made. He's like, mine's taller. And she's probably like, bitch, are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) She's like, yeah, imagine, what a great view. Imagine a boy one. You, one imagine this is a date where someone's like, I'm going to take you to the Eiffel Tower. I'd be like, ooh, I don't have my visa. <laughs> my passport, sorry. I don't have my passport. My, my MasterCard. No, so he says, I'm going to take you to the Eiffel Tower. And then he takes you to a, a rock formation that he made. And it's... A little taller than the Eiffel Tower. So he says, we don't have a measuring tape on us. 
I would be so pissed. You'd be like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> what is this? If he woke me up at 3.30 in the morning to Are do that. Are you fucking... Oh I'd push him. It'd be mar- man- manslaughter? Manslaughter. Because it wasn't pre-thought. I didn't think about it. I just I did it. So they're like hanging out in the woods, basically. And there's a search party happening. Mm-hmm. Daddy said, round them up, boys. And it's the worst search party ever. Because this is when we get the voiceover that's like, and she lost track of the time. She, yeah. It, it could have been months, weeks, years. And I'm like, okay, what? First of all, she's like, how old are you? And he's like, 104. And she's like, ah. and he, said, he said, but let's call it, let's just call it 17. And she's like, oh. Funny joke. And then, yeah, this montage of like her hanging out with the tucks, having a grand old time in the woods, time's passing by. And it says, yeah, Elizabeth Shue says, like, Winnie Foster was beginning to lose track of time. And I said, Stockholm Syndrome? Is this movie not about Stockholm Syndrome? She gets Stockholm syndrome into caring for this boy and her family. Suddenly she's like, oh, I love this. This is great. It's because Miles left. She feels free to explore, play, and ask questions. Is also what Elizabeth Shue says. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the waterfall scene where when he says, I can't swim. He's just taking off his pants in front of her and she's like, what the fuck? In his long underwear. Okay, T. Yeah, you, when it you was, love those. When it was really cold last week, I was like, do I need to get long underwear? Do I? Is long underwear even warm? Yeah. Why? Be- because it's long. <laughs> what do you mean? Like, do I you- mean, it's better than like regular underwear if you're like in the cold. But like, do you still wear underwear on top of that underwear? Or are you just wearing... No, are it's you just like... just butt-ass naked no, underneath like those long it's like your underwear, but, like, it just goes... All the way down? Yeah. Aren't those called long johns? Yeah, that's what it is. Long underwear slash long john. It's the same thing. Should I get some of those for Dayton? You think I could look cute in them? I don't know, but last week when it was fucking cold, I was wearing full-on, like, my, like... I use them as pajama pants, but they're like lounge pants. I wore those under my jeans. I was wearing two pairs of pants because it was so cold. And you looked like a bag of garbage. No, I looked fine. No one even noticed. You were like, I looked hot. <laughs> no I'll one, say it. No one noticed. And all the kids are like, I'm cold. And in my head, I'm like, I'm wearing two pairs of pants. Bitch. You're like, I turned the thermostat down because I'm, co- I'm hot as fuck. Outside, bitch. I turned the thermostat <laughs> down because it's hot as fuck. Of the weather. You said, who turned the sun up? Anyways, um, so Winnie can't swim, and he, like, holds her in the water. He's like, and she's like, no, don't drop me. He's like, I promise you I will never let go of you. Oh, nope. He also makes some sick, like, death joke to her. He's like, are you afraid of taking in too much water, floating down to the bottom, and dying? Because I can't do that. Like, what? No, he hasn't said that yet. No, he says it before she jumps in. But he hasn't told her the secret yet. I know, but like... But that's what he's getting He can at. still it's drown. Like, I mean, yeah, but it's not going to do anything to him. You know? So can he just breathe underwater? No, he, he'll... And, well, yeah, he probably can actually because if bullets don't do anything... I mean, the bullets hurt him for a second, I think. 
Yeah. So maybe he would like drown for like a second and then he'd be like, oh, I'm good. Like adjust. I don't know. Uh, again, maybe that's in the book. Uh, ben Kingsley sees Miles get in a honky tonk fight. Ew. I just, the subtitles for that Does scene, it, say it said honky tonk music. Donk it, donk it. That's not. Donk it. That's not what that means. Um, and then now Tuck is hitting a stick on a rock that's Jesse while Winnie is dancing. They're going to accuse this bitch of witchcraft. Do you see? She looks like she just got, she just met Betty Proctor in the fucking woods. Betty Crocker. Betty Proctor. Goody Proctor. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Betty Crocker. Betty Proctor and Felicia, Felicia Day. Anyways, um, Winnie, this is when she kisses Tuck, Jesse. I kept writing Tuck. This is when she kisses Jesse, and then he's like, I'm going to tell you now that I'm immortal, and I'll never die. And then, meanwhile, oh, what a cute little secret to say on the second date. Um, <laughs> and in the meantime, Miles gets thrown out of this bar for being a dick, basically. And then the man in the yellow jacket, he said, oh, what did I just hear? Oh, you can't hurt me? Oh, obviously you're the immortal one. Um, Miles shows up as, like, right, like, when Winnie and took uh, Jesse, whatever the fuck his mm-hmm. name is, when they're kissing and he's like... He's like, oh. He's so- like, what a great time to tell her, like, after she kissed you. Like, isn't that... After you've fallen in love. Yeah, isn't that a great time for him to tell you? And he's like... Don't you fucking dare. And then he says the worst thing you could say to a man that has lost his whole family. Just like, just because we have what you don't He's anymore. He's like, yeah, you're, you, yeah. Um, That's like the worst thing to say to anyone. Then this is where we get the whole story of how everything happened. These gross, weird flashbacks where Jesse looks like a demon. Does he? When he falls off from that tree, he's just like, so, um, what that happened sound. was the whole family drank from the, the spring. So As they did were the, traveling. So did the horse. Oh, of course, the horse. So did the horse. And then, yes, Jesse fell 30 feet, but he didn't get hurt. And that's when they knew that something might be up. Oh, wow. And then also the... Uh, this is the bullshit. The horse got, got shot. Got shot by some bullets because... They thought it was a fucking deer. Some, yeah, some hunters thought it was a deer, but nothing happened to the horse. So Can you like, pull up a side-by-side of a horse? So they said, interesting. Did no one... They said, maybe something happened. Um, and then, then... Oh, and then the dad got bit by a snake. Mm-mm. and Jesse didn't. Oh, Jesse? I just wrote Tuck. Um, <laughs> got bit by a snake and lived... Um, so yeah, a lot of stuff happened where they should have died, but mm. they did not. Miles got married and he had two kids and he like begged his wife and kids to become immortal so they could all stay together, but they left. The wife was like, no. you're fucking crazy. This is witchcraft. I'm religious to God yeah. is mine. The townspeople like called it witchcraft. And black magic. And Miles went to, into some wars. Um... And the, then the wife... His kids got sick and yeah. died. The wife died in an insane asylum. Which, that comes in handy later. That comes into play later. Um, you want this stick? No, I don't want that. But that, So that's like his whole story. Um, I thought that whole scene was very good. Like 
the way Miles was telling it, I was like, oh my god. The drama. It explains Miles. The drama of it. Oh my god. The black and white. It got me. Uh, Papa Tuck. I just kept writing Papa Tuck and Mama Tuck. And and Brother Tuck and Miles Tuck. Papa Tuck talks to Winnie on the lake. Because now that yeah, she now knows that she the knows, secret, he's like. Let, me, Let me tell you my two cents. Let me, yeah. Let me give you the down low. Um, Maybe the dad is just sad. He said, this fucking sucks, okay? <laughs> you might think that this is great, but actually... I'm in hell. I want to fucking die. But I, it's the only thing I can't do. <laughs> um, or ride a he horse. He says, no human wants to die, but it's a part of the wheel. We get the wheel again. The wheel. He says, don't be afraid of death. Um, ben Kingsley sees Winnie on the lake with him, and he tells her parents, he's like, I saw your daughter on the lake. The duck may swim on the lake, but I know where your daughter is. And you own the lake, so give it to and me. And you own the lake, and he says, you want your daughter, I want your woods. What, what kind of, how did the parents not assume that this was shady? Like, could you imagine if someone was, if Marty ran away, and the person that knew where he was was like, yeah, I'll tell you where they he is. They did say that it was shady. They were like, you're in on this. Like, you helped kidnap her. They thought he, like, helped orchestrate it. He pretty it. much did. And he's like, um, I'm a lot of things, but I'm not a kidnapper, okay? I'm a lot of things. I'm a murderer, a crook, a, a fashion lord. icon. <laughs> I, I own a chimpanzee. His name is George. So, he, yeah, he's like, he wants to own the woods, basically, so that he can... Get to the tree? Is that what it is? Yeah, because he figures if he owns the whole woods... He'll find the tree? Ew. How does he know that the tree is what makes them immortal? I think he just knows... He, something. He, they he have something. something in the woods. Yeah. He thinks... <gasps> the village. What if the, this village is where the village takes place? What if the woods are where the village takes place? The village fucked me up. <laughs> um, The men are after... Winnie in the woods, and the Tucks are all getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And then Ben Kingsley shows up, and he's like, my grandmother knew a woman in an insane asylum who talked about like these immortal, immortal people immortal that people. would never die. Yeah, And so he's like, take me to the spring. I guess that's how he knows, because it, the stories. And he wants to charge people to use it. He just wants to make money. He's a capitalist piece of shit. Yeah. Then he pulls a gun out and he like he 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 pulls it out on Winnie that way he can like have something some leverage yeah. yeah and then he shoots Jesse and so then that's the proof that like oh they're immortal because it doesn't really do anything to yeah him. he's just like he my says, shirt's fucked up oh no um and then I said yes sissy Spacek hit him I thought S- that was an axe I thought sissy Spacek was about to take his whole head off I thought she hit him with an axe <laughs> and I said. In it's a, a Disney? It's a bit much for Disney, but I like it. <laughs> but no, she just hits him and knocks him out. And this is when the whole cavalry... Yes. The whole Henry Cavill arrives, <laughs> mustache and all, and they're like, get him, boys! And then for some reason, Father Tuck goes in and burns the house? I think just so that... No evidence? Yeah, or maybe like... They don't know that it's still, like, that it's the tree that makes it so that he just doesn't want, like, anything. He doesn't want them, like, looking. Oh, like, looking and not finding anything and being, like. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. 
Um, so Miles and Jesse leave, and yeah, the dad says, How do they get fight. away? On the horse. Yeah, but like there are people literally surrounding them. Well, I don't know. Um, Papa Tuck and Mama Tuck are in prison. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Winnie Goes, um, is back home. Tells her parents, she's like, They didn't kidnap me, they were my friends. Here's the bullshit though. She doesn't tell them what went down. She's not like, this man put a gun to my fucking head, almost killed my friends, which I wanted to run away. If they knew how to lie back in the 1847s, whenever the fuck this movie was, 1914, like, if they just knew how to construct a good lie, this would have been avoidable. Because what? There's no forensic back then. This is the Wow Wow West, baby. If you get fucking got, you got got. May is being charged with murder because Ben Kingsley died. Mm-hmm. Um, you see his eyes wide open. Which I wasn't mad about when it happened. Oh, I wasn't either. How I, could he forget about her? I was like, ooh. She ooh. did that. <laughs> and she's crying. She's feeling remorse. Um, And then, so Winnie's going to have to testify because she was a witness to it. That's mm-hmm. what they're saying. So, in the middle of the night. Jesse, you know he loves waking people up at night. He climbs into Winnie's room. How scary. And he's like, Winnie, we got to get May out of jail because they're going to hang her. And then she's and not going to die. If they hang her and they see that nothing fucking happens, they're going to know that we're fucking immortal. They're going to say, what the fuck is up, Kyle? They're going to say, witchcraft. Burn her. Uh, would she burn? No, nothing would do anything. Wouldn't that make them invincible, not immortal? Are they both in- invincible and immortal? I mean, it would hurt the. It would hurt her a little bit, probably. But like, would her hair? Still- would her? Would she burn? Would I her hair know. still burn? Would she be covered in burns? I don't know. Would she look like Freddy Krueger? I don't know. I don't think the author intended. Uh, they. I don't think they expected us to have all these questions. Freddy Krueger. Um, so they go, they have to bust her out. Jesse and Miles distract the cop. Looking like, can we be them for Halloween? (laughs) Looking like some like anime characters. I was so ready. They were twirling those swords around. I'm like, is this a video game? Can I have it? Yeah, they show up. Kingdom Heart looking bitches. And they get shot by the cop and they. And they they stand the fuck right up. Uh This is also like a really shitty cop. Because she's like, help me, help me. And he's like, I'm coming. Yeah. Shut up. Um, which, you know, seemed right. Uh, Jesse. Okay, so they, Winnie uh, lets May free mm-hmm. and the dad. Um, May thanks Winnie and says goodbye to her, which is a, such a Thank moment. Thank you for being my mom. Um, and then Jesse asks Winnie to come with them. And he says, I can't go without you. And she says, you have to. But why? Why does she? Oh, wait. Yeah, why? Why what? Why couldn't she just leave? Because. Also, they're stupid. Why didn't they just get a whole, like, a couple mason jars and fill them up with that fucking tree water? (laughs) And then take it with them. They could make people immortal along the way. Like the fucking Cultons. Okay, this 100% gave me cult. Not the colons. It did give me colon vibes, but it gave me cult vibes. The Like, welcome to our immortal just, cult. Just when she was kidnapped and they were just, like, hanging out in that montage of her, like, having fun. Like, this is fucking, again, the third podcast in a row that we say this. It's fucking, what's that pod, What's that cult? 
Which one? The one with the spaceship and oh, the guy. Oh, Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate. Um, yeah, but it did feel very culty. Um, but I love this though. The end. <laughs> this dance. It's like that that clip from Marriage Story of Scarlett Johansson dancing on the dance. <laughs> that was like Winnie being kidnapped by the. That the was tux. yeah. She that was just... Winnie in the fire. Yes. <laughs> She loves it. Um, no, but the idea is like she wouldn't have that great of a life. It's like the whole. I mean, I of course I'm. You expect me to go this whole episode without mentioning Buffy. W- without mentioning the Buffy analogy. When she died and they ripped her out of heaven, and they thought that's so not bad. what I'm talking oh. about. I'm talking about like how. Um, spoilers for Buffy, but it's been out for <laughs> over 20 years. Um, how, like, Buffy and Angel are together, and, like, she doesn't care about, like, the fact that they can't have kids, and the fact that he'll always stay young, and she'll, like, eventually get, like, old mm. and die, and he'll live on. And, like, she doesn't care about any of that, and they're like, okay, chill, like, we'll just do our thing. And then eventually he's like, we can't, like, you're gonna not like this. Eventually. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna hate seeing me stay young. And she's like, no, I won't. And he's like, but you will. So I think it's that type of thing. But it's, like, the opposite. It's, like, the immortal one, instead of him being smart and being like... You won't like this. Winnie, you have to go. It's her being like, no... I'm not going to like that. Maybe. It's, maybe her, it's like her being smart. Maybe Papa Tom. No, that's not their Tuck. name. Papa Tuck is just pissed because he's old as fuck. Oh, because he, he, it happened at an older age. Yeah, like if he were younger, maybe he'd be like, this is lit. Yeah, but the whole theme is that like, it's like you can't have life without death. You can't have sad you, without happy. It's supposed to be like. The give and the take. She know? died, but she lived. It's supposed to be... <laughs> Do you get it? That's that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be like she needs to go live her life. And that ultimately... She really hasn't known this boy for that long, and it's a big ask. So the next part is that... He, <laughs> it's a big ask. He says... It says, Jesse tells Winnie to drink from the spring and he'll come back for her. And I said, that's a big ask. That's a big maybe. He, they like just met. They've been together for maybe two days. They're also, yes, he's like 104, but like she's 15. Mm -hmm. She dumb. Statistically, 15 year olds are dumb. She's a smart 15-year-old. But, like, even 15-year-olds are dumb. Like, she'll be a lot smarter. Me? Still dumb. Even the smartest 15-year-olds get smarter. Yeah. Or dumber. Well, like, she'll get smarter, and she would know. Like, I think she... She gets smart. She produces the movie Get Smart. I think she knew that she would eventually not want that. She's, like... Well, I wouldn't want to look at this face anymore. Let's go. Let's keep going. Let's keep going because okay. there's this next scene that kind of fucked okay. Me up. So Winnie's, um, yeah, they're like, okay, cool, bye. This is then at home. Winnie's grandmother passes away. She's passing away. Yeah, she's in. Passing. And the mom, like, they see the mom saying goodbye and everything. So it is interesting that we get these like immortal characters, and then we get yeah someone so close to her dying. She's experiencing death. Um, and then Winnie is at the spring, 
And she keeps cupping the water in her hands and bringing it close to her mouth. And she goes, oh, no. No, she, she keeps cupping it and dropping, and dropping it back it. in. And she's just playing with it. Yeah, and she, like, ultimately can't bring herself to do it. We find out later when we flash forward and it's... And it turns out that the beginning of the movie with was the Dude end. on the Motorcycle was the end of the movie. And that threw me for a loop. Yeah. We find out that she died. She died. She lived a full life. She lived to be a hundred years old. What? It didn't. She didn't get polio or anything. But girl, modern medicine still wasn't great. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. How did she live that long? Yeah, it says. You don't think she took maybe a sip of that fountain? <laughs> a little sippy sip. Just a little sip. Just a little. She licked it. By the way, so her family left tree gap the town to see the world yeah so she got to live her life yeah and so in modern times jesse goes back to like where the house is and there's like a is it where the tree was yeah 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 so her tomb her tombstone is now where the tree was in no it's in that like little piece of the tree that had the water so it can't produce the water anymore Mm -hmm. which i'm like what a bitch (laughs) what if someone else but think of all the trouble that was causing but i I hope she at least stored a little vial, a um, little cup. So, and says so she was a, a wife and mother. He's sad. So she we're, got married, had kids. I'm sorry, one. but he said, I'll come back for you in about a hundred years. <laughs> in 1999. It's about to be the new millennium. Like, what's going on? He took I'll that long. Like, imagine if he if she had drank it. She's Imagine just, how shitty her life would have been. She's just waiting there. She like, can't tell anyone. She has to keep getting a new social security number. She she wouldn't be able to tell anyone her family. She would have to just like... Disappear. Do what they did and like live alone in the woods. Yeah. Except she wouldn't have a family. She would just have herself. Maybe she could bring like a nice little like dog with her. I something. guess the... No, that's so... Imagine seeing so many dogs die in your lifetime. No, I don't want to. Exactly. No one does. No, I'm saying she... No, like, she makes the dog drink, too. And, like, that the way she has, she has a friend in the woods with her. Oh, and then the dog like, just keeps sucking, sucking on that tree water. It, well, he doesn't need to keep drinking. Remember, if you drink Where's the once, tree water coming from? I don't know. The tree? What if it's just bird pee? They're just drinking bird pee. So that's like the end of the movie is him looking at the uh, tombstone. The tombstone. And that's how the movie ends. Long story short, moral of the story is Jesse's a piece of shit. He came back for her a hundred years later. A hundred years later. Found the time to get a motorcycle and a leather jacket. Live his weird immortal life. And then just come back and be like, hey, sweetie. Knowing him, yeah, he probably hooked up with a bunch of women over those hundred years. Yeah, he bang banged. Wait, can he not get an STI? I mean... Oh, I'm sorry, Barbara. I would take a sip of that water. He's immortal. He still can't get sick. But he could still get it. I just think it wouldn't affect him. You know? If he gets something, it's not going to be fatal. Oh, that sounds awful, actually. Like, what if he gets, like, HIV... And then it turns into... He, they it just through, wouldn't do anything. They lived through the AIDS crisis. That's wild. So did people of, like, 
generations near us. I know. <laughs> Not just this old man in hocus pocus outfit. <laughs> I actually want to talk to a bunch of people from the from the crisis times. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, that's the movie, and now Juan's gonna read some reviews. Will I? Will I read? IMDb. 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 Well, I am. All right, here are my reviews. Are you ready? They're not great. Um. Okay, so this one is called Nice. Written October 13th. Nope. October 23rd, 2013. Romance. Mystery. The muscles. The muscles. A sweet <laughs> lesson about purpose. Wait. Nope. A sweet lesson about purpose of life. A seductive cast. Air of fairy tale, maybe? It is a great it is not a great movie. Only touching, fragile, waft, delicate, decent play with a not new idea. That kind of film wait. Yeah, that kind of film who remembers values and magic and the art of splendid actors without have without have spectacular ambition because it is only a soup for oh yeah soup for soul soup chicken soup for the soul what the fuck is going on out of the out out of usual cages of melodrama this is a whole ass analogy that i just read that i didn't understand it seems to be a song and what it seems to be a song and the and the option for alex Bladell and Jonathan Jackson is really inspired in this scene. Sense, what's going on in this review? Can you read this? Um, read it from top to oh, bottom. Okay. I'm so confused. Romance mystery. Oh, sorry. Romance mystery. A sweet lesson about purpose of life. A seductive cast. Air of fairy tale. Maybe it is not a great movie. Oh, maybe it is not a great movie. Only touching... It's just the way they, like, punctuate everything. Only touching fragile, waft, delicate, decent play with a not-new idea. That kind of film who remembers values and magic and the art of splendid actors who have spectacular ambition. Because it is only a soup for soul soup. (laughs) Out of usual cages of melodrama. It seems to... It seems be a song, and the option for Alexis Bledel and Jonathan Jackson is really inspired in this in this sense. A nice film about a deep dream of each of us. A seductive theme, more important than small errors, and precise tools for for give it brilliance. I'm so confused. Was that a song? That was Shakespeare. <laughs> so it's not just me. That no, can't it, read. it was it's really this, poorly written. It's so awful. Okay, here's my other one. Did the director even read the book? Are you ready? Well, maybe they're going to give us info. No. February 23. Nope. February 19, 2003. Did the actor even read the book? Well, I did. And I know that Alexis Bledel should not be playing an eight-year-old. She didn't. That's how old Winnie is in the book. Not that it matters anymore. Come on. I was actually excited that one of my favorite books was going to be turned into a movie. But come on, read before you even look at the video camera. They're pissed. Okay. They're mad. They're upset that they didn't read the book. I'm looking at Letterboxd reviews. 
Um, and uh, I love this photo. Most of them are about the same. I'm seeing a lot of three stars. I'm seeing a couple five stars. Maybe people really love this movie. Um, but I saw one of you that says, if a cute boy told me to drink from a magic water tree and I would live forever with him, I'd do it. Rest in peace to Winnie, but I'm different. <laughs> um, me too, girl. We do have some tweets about this movie. You might like to know. Would you like to know how to eat an apple core? I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was either. All right, these are from Grace. Grace! At Diva Grace 13. I recently rewatched my DVD around Thanksgiving, so I'm going to watch with the audio commentary <gasps> of director Jay Russell plus Jonathan Jackson. Alexis Bledel and Scott Barristow. All right, so what's the scoop? Ew. They let him be in the commentary. The pedo? First off, I love, love, love the soundtrack to this movie. That music box melody just fits the story perfectly. Mm -hmm, We didn't even mention the music box, but whatever. I want it. Apparently, Alexis was the first person the director saw for Winnie, and he thought she was perfect, but then thought, you don't take the first person. But he kept coming back to her. This was one of the first movies Alexis even read for. She was still really new to acting. Ghibli Brothers Studios in there. Acting. She was still that. She was that good. The director hadn't seen Gilmore Girls, and she was only on the first season at that point when she got the role. Winnie was easy to cast, but Jesse was really hard, and Jonathan was cast pretty close to the last minute. Yeah, we heard because Jared Padalecki didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Bing Bang do, Theory. Doing the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> A uh, director says he believes you can't truly adapt a book into a movie. Well, that review agrees with them, don't they? Mm-hmm. Uh, only that you can take the idea and then make a new version of it. You can't compete with the reader's imagination, so it can't be a direct recreation. Random fact, Alexis doesn't eat sushi. Wow. The last thing they were shooting was the waterfall scene, but then the film got ruined, so they had to reshoot the entire thing on location 1.5 miles into the woods. Wait. The film. I think they meant... The scene? The film. Oh. Physically. Okay, that moment where Jesse and Miles got shot, but then slowly rise up again, I too would just run away in fear. See, that's the power that I want. First scene that was shot was Winnie dancing in the cave, and then second was Winnie and Jesse's goodbye. I read that it was the kiss. But so maybe who's true? that was fake facts. So who's real? Um... Second was Dwinnie and Jesse's goodbye. They ended up shooting the relationship basically in reverse. Um, Let's see. Let's see. I've always really liked this movie. It's thought-provoking and reflective and shot so beautifully. It has a ton of memorable shots, and the characters are pretty fleshed out. A solid four out of five for me, and I I really just love the music, okay? Um, And I just love love. Watching some more bonus features on the DVD, and they have a Lessons of Tuck feature where they talk of, talk to some cast members and random teens about themes in the movie, and one of those teens is our friend Marcus Toji of Little Giants and Right on Track when he's 17. What? Why? Little Toji? Uh, Marcus says the true meaning to becoming an adult is understanding, which then if that is the case, there aren't many adults, but pe- many people trying. Ooh. Oh, Grace with the T. 
All right. Thank you, Grace. Uh, we did get one tweet from Frankie about this movie that says Twilight's distant backwoods cousin. <laughs> so there's that. And then these tweets are from Emily. Emily, Emily. Emily Palmer at Emily Jean Palmer says, The second I heard that damn whistle, it all came flooding back. Ooh. Uh, Alexis Bedell is dressed like she's about to go to a purity ball. Yeah, she is. I feel like there will be a cult activity occurring with this weird cryptic narration. Are you. Wait, okay, Emily, weren't you the one that said you'd. Okay, yeah. Emily says that she saw it probably four times in theaters. What? Then why do you not remember if there's a cult in it or not? I'm kidding. Um, Nicholas Flamel. Let's see. Are you trying to tell me that Ben Kingsley is the villain in this movie? Yes, he's the villain in everything. But you've seen this. <laughs> I hope at the end of these tweets she says Okay, I didn't see them. Okay, so I've never seen this movie. Are they the only rich family in town? Why don't they have friends? Jesse reminds me of Eric Matthews. Um, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't put him that low on the brain. Maybe early Eric Matthews. They're eating fish and pancakes for dinner. That sounds great. How is Winifred the only person to have ever found them in the woods? Probably not. They probably killed some people. They No, they 100% have killed people because they're like, you know what to do. You know what to do. There's so much sexual tension in the swimming scene. Oh, my gosh. Uh, now this movie is turning into Twilight. Jesus. That was nice of them to let the mom keep her music box in the jail cell. It was the olden times. You um, could keep a whole ass gun. Awesome. Thanks for making me cry in the last 10 minutes. Ugh. Oh, with the grandma. Emily, hadn't you seen this? Emily, why are you in shock? You saw Girl, this. you, you, you produced knew, this movie. You knew this better than any of us. Anyways, one, what are our final thoughts? Thank you, everyone, for your tweet. This movie was fucking weird. It was a wild time. It was not what I was... I liked it more than I expected I was going to. Truly, yeah. Like, I'd watch it again. Yeah. I want to say it's a solid movie. Not great. Someone on Letterboxd said, summed it up very well, which was that it's a good rainy day movie. Exactly what the fuck today was. Rainy. Today was rainy. Did you watch it today? Huh? Did you watch it today? Yeah. Yeah. You I watched it before I literally left my house. When it was raining? Yeah, when it was raining. Oh, okay. I watched it yesterday. How about that? During the Oscars. Oh. Uh, three. Yeah. Solid three. I like, not bad, not great, just in the middle. I would also give it a three. Yeah, I could watch it again. I'd probably get a little bored. But it, it is kind of boring. It was. It was definitely like interesting watching it the first time, and it was interesting because it was. It was something where I was like, "This isn't like a a Disney movie you see a lot." No, this one's kind of like sexy. Disney, like there's death. Disney isn't gonna make this right now. You know what I mean? No, they're too busy with their big franchises, Marvel remakes, Star Wars. If they remake Tuck Everlasting, who do you want to play the leads? They make Tuck Everlasting live action. Who do you want to play the leads? Oh. If they remake it. They're going to get Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> it's not his name. Yeah, it is. No, Timothy Chalamet. Okay, it sounded like you said Charlemagne again. Timothy Chalamet. 
Which is what you always say. I know. They're going to get her. It's going to be Florence Pugh and Timothy Chalamet. Florence or Saoirse Ronan? This movie really just did give me Little Women vibes. I kept thinking, this is Hocus Pocus and this is Little Women. I just kept going back and forth. This is both of them. I'm like, maybe those are the only two movies I've seen that take place in those olden times. Mm -hmm. But also... And who's the actress that always does period pieces? Kira Knightley. Kira Knightley will be in the movie as the mom. As the mom? That could be good. She's still working with Disney because she did that Nutcracker movie that no one saw. Mm. So Rest in peace, crack. Anyways. Crack that nut. That was Tuck Everlasting. Did you guys watch the movie? It's on Disney Plus, so not free. <laughs> But also, so steal many, someone's account. So many people are pissed about like that whole like Verizon, whatever, whoever was like, yeah, we'll pay for your Disney Plus for one year, and then you have to pay for it yourself. Oh yeah, why? It, because it, it hasn't th- been a year. I know, but like they just found out about that, I guess, or like they just released that that information that they were going to continue paying past the one year. I thought that was already i don't know because i know like because like another cell service i guess is like oh netflix yeah we'll pay for that whole thing every like as oh, say with us t-mobile i think does netflix yeah and so like people were like excuse me mama anyways um all right now let's give a shout out to the one the only a glass of water yes this glass of water Gurgle, gurgle. Wait, it's like a ventriloquist act. Keep supping, sipping. I don't know how to make your voice. S- speak something. Say something real quick. Speak something. Speaks. Speak something. <laughs> That's not how it's on. <laughs> All right, this is the part of the podcast where we give a shout out to the one, the only Iris. 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 Um. Does our Did a whole fucking social media vomit. Yeah, Iris does our podcast artwork, and we love her for that. Go check out She's all the sick outfits she just posted. So many pieces for us. Yeah, she recently getting very uh, active on the Insta. Literally, it was in one day. Um, so go follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Creamsicle Panda. She's looking good. And you can support her on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Creamsicle Panda. Feeling good and feeling fine. Um, you can follow, follow us everywhere at Planet Weird Pod. Um, ways you can support the show are by giving us a review on iTunes or rating us wherever you're listening. Uh, watching videos on YouTube. We have it uploaded at all in 2020 because we're fucking busy. Because we're what? Gonna be actual content creators. We're gonna launch a makeup line. <laughs> um, you can also support us on Anchor, which is another podcast platform that lets you do things like send us a voice message and support us with monies Gimme every money. month. Money, please. Um, and there's links to do that in the description should you want to leave a voice message or um, give us money for the podcast. You don't have to, obviously, but it does help with paying for stuff. You know, we're sending out Valentine's, which we'll talk about again in a minute, but we're sending out Valentine's. That costs money. Uh, trying to transcribe some, well, not some, all eventually, but episodes of the podcast so we can make it more accessible for people. 
Um, so things like that that cost monies, okay? Uh, but we want to give a shout out to people that already do that. That's Emily Palmer, Alexa Pratt, Natalie Hernandez, and Ivy Grass. There was a lot of grass in this movie. Not that kind. Oh, the devil's lettuce. Um, so yeah, thank you to all of those people for supporting us. You can also support us by buying merch. There's a link in the description for that as well. Um, couple announcements. Uh, Valentine's, most of them will be... Most, if not all, should be sent out by tomorrow. We're recording this on Monday. Hopefully they'll be getting to you in time if they're a little late. Sorry, but who doesn't love a late Valentine? Mm-hmm. Everyone. Um, and Planet Weird Awards, uh, like we said, go vote. They will be on the 23rd, so voting will close. Um, Tomorrow. Voting, oh wait, actually voting will close because we have to, we're recording them on the 17th, so voting will close, um, I guess, at like on the 16th. On At 11.59. You know what? We'll say the night. It will say midnight. We'll say Saturday night at 11.59 p.m. That's when they're closing. Just like so, when every assignment Because on too. Sunday, I'll write the script for it. Ooh, script writers. Can I have it beforehand so I can practice my lines? <laughs> my impersonation. Can I practice my impersonation? <laughs> no, the bit is that you do it. Did I do it from memory? Did you do it, right? You improv it, baby. Um, anyways, okay, so yeah, voting closes this Saturday. That you're, If you're listening to this, the week comes out. And then the awards will be up on the 23rd. That's when you can listen to find out who won. Um, and, oh, we're also going to record a fanfic bonus episode because... It's Valentine's Day on Friday, and we want to release a little episode for everyone. Just to get everyone just a little horny. Okay. And well, we haven't done one in a while, so it'll be fun to jump back in. Jump in. Jump in the line. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. Um, okay, next week we're going to be talking about Zombies 2, because that movie's premiering on Friday on Valentine's Day on Disney Channel. I can't wait to watch Twilight. Um... So it should be available if you're watching it during the premiere of it on Disney Channel. Good, you're all set. It should be like available on Disney Plus. Or no, is it? It should be available on Disney Plus right after. The second it airs? No, like at, oh. like the day after. Although last last year I remember I I had by bought zombies, I think. Oh, because it wasn't working, remember that? It was listed on Disney Plus, Zombies was, after it came out, like, the couple days after. But the link wouldn't work. And that was an issue for us. So I just ended up buying it. Disney Plus? Disney, uh, no, not Disney Plus, sorry. What's it called? Disney Online? Um, just watch, like the just like like Disney yeah, Channel's. The Disney app. Yeah. Yeah, whatever it's called. Watch just like Disney, Disney Channel's thing. Yeah. That's what I meant. It should be available on... The Disney app and Disney website is what I meant. Not Disney Plus. Disney Plus did just get Descendants 3. Mm-hmm. So there will be a delay with Ooh, yikes. things. 
with decoms like that being on there. Anyways, um, so yeah, Zombies 2 next week. If you have any thoughts on Zombies 2, you can send them our way. Email us, podcastfromplanetweird.gmail.com, or you can tweet us or Instagram, DM us, anything like that. Um, thanks for listening. We're gonna go listen to some... Listen to some. We're listen gonna listen to, to me thing. reading some fanfic. And I'm gonna try not to scream too oh, loud. Thank you. Goodbye. And because... This episode didn't drink from the spring water. It's gonna die. It has to come to an end. Oh, too sad. Goodbye. So long. Farewell. You would not believe your eyes if ten million fires.